Welcome to Music She Missed, the podcast where I try to get my best friend caught up on some of the most popular songs and artists that impact our lives. I'm Allison. Hi, I'm Rachel, and I missed all the music. Hey, Rachel. So this week, I have a little question for you that relates to the artist. If you would share a little story or Mm. anecdote about a treasured beach memory. Could be a family vacation, could be... Honeymoon could be. Huh. Beach. Okay. So during my childhood, I was vacationing in the Outer Banks, North Carolina with my aunt and uncle, my two cousins, and my grandparents. And we were enjoying kind of the summertime and the beach. So my two female cousins and my younger sister and me, four of us in all. We made these mermaid tails and would kind of not move so the mermaid tails would stay intact. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a fun beach moment. Do you have a picture of this? I do. Um, I look really dorky. I'm black. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, how it's old are you in this Middle picture? school, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah that definitely Glasses, changes the image. bangs, braces, <laughs> and I just had this goofy smile on my face. So yeah, but let's not imagine that part. Let's just imagine the mermaid tails. That sounds like a sweet memory though. Yeah, I love my cousins and I have um, lots of fun family memories with them Mm -hmm. and growing up with them, so. Yeah, so beach, what are you talking about? Are we doing the Beach Boys? Is it really? Oh, I actually know the (laughs) Beach Boys. We do the big reveals, we have to pretend. So fame, fame, like you don't know what's about to come. Okay. Okay, Rachel, here we go. Okay. So the band this week really? has to do uh-huh. with the beach. Do oh. you have any idea who it might be? I have no idea. Okay, well, let's do the big reveal. Let's do the drum roll. Here we go. Here we go. It's the Beach Boys. Oh, wait, it was your turn to say it. <laughs> okay, so Rachel, you obviously, I did not really hide what we were going to be talking no, about but today. I love the Beach Boys because so here's another little story, anecdote, whatever. Um, I think my oldest brother gave it to me for birthday a cd of the beach boys it was the greatest hits and then when um we were doing middle school kind of like mentoring ministry with the church um we did this lip sync thing and one of the songs was the beach boys oh i see what you're saying so So, you're saying that as an adult leading a a youth group you did like a lip lip sync sync contest contest with a bunch of middle schoolers and we used i think one beach boys song that's fun so yeah so you already know um who the beach boys are i think that's four guys but i don't know their names okay that's fine we can get to that after the break (laughs) um can you name well can you name the song you did the lip sync to oh gosh this is like over a decade ago yeah ouch I, I honestly can't remember, but I remember having a lot of fun with the middle school girls. So. Okay, can you name uh, any Beach Boys hits? Um, Let's Go Surfing Now. I think that's one of the titles. Okay. Um, <laughs> Not quite. That's all right. There are, it's surfing is a big theme. Yeah. Surfing, girls, cars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just list a couple and you can say yes or pass, okay? okay. Just so we can see... How much of their catalog you're familiar with. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of cars, Little Deuce Coop. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, girls, California Girls. Uh, okay. Um, I feel like I know this one, but I'm getting confused with another song that it's I a- might know. 
Okay. I think I know the song. I'm not sure. So it's a half pass. <laughs> okay. Um, wouldn't it be nice? Is that a yes? Yes. Okay. Uh, God only knows. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm really proud of myself. Yeah. And we'll do um one more. Good vibrations. Yes. Okay. So you actually already know us. Probably the major Beach Boys hits. Yeah, this is going to be a fun week. So, Rachel, we know that you already know um, a fair amount about the Beach Boys. Mm -hmm. Do you want to give a numerical uh, sure. quantifying number of your of your understanding of the Beach Boys? One being you've never heard of them before and ten being they're your favorite? I think it's a little bit different because the CD that I did get from my brother was um, the Greatest Hits one. And that kind of helped get their greatest hits yeah you so, know all the songs most people would know yeah 7.5 8 yeah i think that's a good rating it is um looking forward to this week i chose this band specifically because i was so worried about last week's band huh and that you were gonna hate it and so i was like well i'll give her something i know she'll like i didn't hate but you didn't week, hate it so but i didn't like love them Right. But I learned to appreciate what I did learn. Well, so. well, maybe with this Beach Boys playlist, you will hear some songs you don't already know. Hmm. Maybe find some new favorites. And we will also get to talk a lot after the break about their history and their influence, which you probably are not as familiar with. Yeah, I don't know much of history of bands. I just know right. that one CD, which is, that's it. <laughs> so, so let's talk about your homework. All right. Well, I listened to the Spotify playlist that you create. Mm -hmm. um, you actually put them in order of the dates. Um, I, I usually attempt to put them in some kind of chronological yeah. order so you can hear their musical development. development. Yes. And so I listened to Spotify one hour for seven days. Mm -hmm. um, and then we take a break, which is like just for a few seconds for our audience. But for me, it's a full week of listening. And then I give my reaction. Yeah. So let's do that. Let's do it. Welcome back. Rachel, you spent the last week listening to some of the greatest hits by the Beach Boys. I did, and I actually had a lot of fun. I'm not surprised by that at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I want to say something first. Okay. I am a cold weather loving person like right. I love to ski yes. I love to go hiking in the snow yes. I love building snowmen and mm -hmm. just playing in the snow but this week kind of confused me I was like wait a second I love winter I love winter but now I'm starting to love summer <laughs> maybe surfing the sounds of the summer and the sounds of the ocean and going island hopping and Kokomo and <laughs> the Florida Keys and yeah. things like that so yeah so they they made you long for yes the like summer months summer months and which is very odd because I always long for the winter months <laughs> well you're in good company because I hate the cold but let's talk about the Beach Boys. Yes. So, um, in the first half, you said that you didn't really know anything about the band. Like, you knew their songs from yeah. having, like, a Greatest Hits kind of summer album. Yeah. But you don't really know anything about who they are and their history and how they've impacted pop culture and music. Is that correct? Yeah. I knew that they liked girls surfing and California. 
And that's what's really interesting is like the first half of this playlist is surfing and California and girls and cars and all those things. Yeah. But the Beach Boys actually are important for their later music that isn't girls and cars. Really? Yeah. So the album of Pet Sounds, which I included on your playlist in its entirety. Yes. Is not the same as the first half of that playlist. I did see... Thematically. Yeah, I did hear a little bit of a difference, mm-hmm. but I still heard them, and right. that's what well, I loved about it. Well, that's what that's what's cool, and we're going to talk about that, but let's start Ooh, with I'm just... looking forward to it. Yeah, let's start with their history. So they formed in 1961, hmm. and um, the majority of the Beach Boys of the original lineup okay. were family members. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Three brothers, Brian, Dennis, and Carl Wilson... Um, their cousin, Mike Love, and then a friend named Al Jardine. Oh, so that just random non-family <laughs> member. <laughs> well, um, so, but otherwise, I mean, family. So wait a second, that's five, not yes. four like I initially thought. Correct. Oh, <laughs> there are five okay. boys. Um, unfortunately, uh, the Wilson boys, um, their father was very abusive. Oh. And they had a very, like, difficult home life. Um, and Mike Love talks a lot about So this is pre-60s when they were built and grouped up together? Right. They were born life? in the 40s, right? So they are teens in the 50s. So they had a um, childhood was pre-60s. Yeah. So 1961 is when their first album, like their first recording. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And even though their father was a terrible human being, um, they did. he did help them get the Capitol Record deal. Oh. And so... He was very important in making them become a band. In fact, because of his involvement in their music, there's like evidence of his like verbal abusive behavior on the recordings. Even as his sons are creating some of the most creative and interesting music of the time. So they eventually fired him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, but a lot of emotional um, guilt and trauma that will come up later. Really? Wow. Like, I just want to state, for those who are listening, Music She Missed is not a fan of abusive families. <laughs> no and, one should be a fan yes, of abusive but families. This is just sad. It is sad. Um, and I really like this band. Like, well, they're you, so upbeat, and I wouldn't yes. see that. I You kind of caught me off guard of, like, I Sorry. never knew about this history stuff. Well, but we saw a similar story with the Jackson 5. And that's and what Mark I was Jackson. just about to bring up. <laughs> yeah. With um, Daddy Jackson. I don't know what they their term for him, but, okay, Daddy Jackson mm-hmm. is what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And he was not very loving to his boys. Right. And so is this just... This is just sad. It just ultimately is super sad. It is. In fact, um, Brian Wilson is um, mostly deaf in one ear. <gasps> and there are rumors that it was possibly caused by like his, his father. Yeah. What? Wow. Where's the mom in this? I don't know. Hmm. Um, I'm guessing she was just silent because it just went on until the boys fired him. I don't. Yeah. So I don't I'm glad. Make yeah. I'm super glad that the boys were able to fire him. So that's great. Um, continuing on. Mm hmm. Um, musically, they were influenced by um, a lot of American rock people like Chuck Berry. In Don't fact, know who that is. Um, well, we will get to him eventually. <laughs> um, the song Surfing USA is actually so much like Berry's song Sweet Little Sixteen that um, they gave Chuck Berry a writing credit for it, like, musically. <laughs> so, but um, they wrote it. 
but it's so similar, so they right. do it because a lot of these little rock m- melodies and riffs and stuff are the same kind of chord progressions or the same kind of oh. um, yes, they standard. do love the guitar. Yeah, um, and but the Beach Boys actually did invent their own little genre of what we call like California rock, right? And their name even uh, from the beginning wasn't the Beach Boys. The record label actually changed it to the Beach Boys after the success of their first couple songs that were about surfing. So that's cute. What were their what was the initial name? Like the Pendletons or the Pendleton. Oh yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I can only hear them as the Beach Boys. <laughs> well, anyway, like I said earlier, there were a lot of pop hits in the early '60s, and those are the songs that you. So they probably... wouldn't be categorized as pop then. No, yeah, they're pop. But you say California rock, so I guess... Hmm, interesting. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I got so excited about them. <laughs> so, um, but they do musically evolve. Mm-hmm. So, um, later on in the 60s, Brian Wilson really takes charge of the group in terms of their musicality and their And this creativity. is the cousin? No, this is one of the three brothers. So, Brian... Uh, was the creative mindset leader. Yes. He, huh. He's a true innovator of music. And that's where it's his leadership that you see the Beach Boys move away from a sort of formulaic California surf song uh-huh. and into what you see in Pet Sounds and ah. Good Vibrations, bringing in orchestral um more elaborate in their music, mm-hmm. especially in their instruments. And well, beyond... instruments in vocal yeah. harmonies, in uh, musical like lyric themes. Mm-hmm. Brian Wilson is really the genius behind the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys in terms of them not just being a formulaic yeah. surf group. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so I do want to talk about uh, Pet Sounds. Okay, let's talk about that album. Well, first I want to know what you thought about it. I liked them because a lot of those songs I'm sure you've yeah. never heard before. Yes, I mean there are instrumental cor- tracks on there. There are some really unusual pieces. That is correct. I hadn't really gotten into the Pet Sounds album, mm-hmm. but when I heard them for the first time, mm-hmm. I loved them, and okay. I could see the similarities of the Beach Boys that I already knew and that I already fell in love with. And that because I was already on that train, mm-hmm. I was just chugging along. <laughs> and I just, I, I really enjoyed the genius of Brian and his thought process and his, um, his, his, his artwork. Yeah. Line. His it, artwork was beautiful. It is. And um, so Pet Sounds came out in 66, um, I believe. Mm. It was Brian Wilson's answer to the Beatles album, Rubber Soul. So really, yeah. So he listened I bet to Rubber you Soul. Love that. Well, he listened to Rubber Soul, and Rubber Soul is also a creative album for for its time. And so he starts writing this thing to respond to it, right? Huh. And so um, when Pet Sounds came out, the Beatles, especially Paul McCartney, listened to Pet Sounds, and they were like, "Well, we've got to beat this, right?" Because <laughs> Pet Sounds was like this amazing creative thing. It inspired them to create the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts. Really? I bet you love that part. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can hear a lot of similarities um, in Pet Sounds. You hear them use, like, 
dogs barking or different kinds of horns. Yeah, yeah. And you can see that same trend continue. There are even like specific Beatles songs where you can like see that direct influence. Using non-instrumental sounds Mm -hmm. in music. But the other thing about it is using the studio itself as an instrument. Mm -hmm. So before this point, before Pet Sounds, people weren't really using the studio. They were just kind of writing the songs and recording them, editing them a little bit. But they're not using it as an instrument itself. Right. So Brian Wilson and the Beatles producer, George Martin, were among the first people to consider the studio like its own thing. It was a separate entity. It was like another Mm -hmm. band member. Yes. And that's why... um, it took 10 months to make Pet Sounds. And it wow, cost, it took 10 months. And it cost $70,000, which at the time was... That's a lot of money back then. ...was an insane amount of money for one album. Yeah. And um, the label hated it because it, because it departed from the kind of sunny Beach Boys yeah. um, hits and the formulas of the past. In fact, Brian even had conflict within the band, especially with Mike Love, about this that's the cousin or the mm-hmm. friend the cousin to have this conflict mike was basically saying let's don't f with the formula while brian is trying to do let's, things that are creative and new. let's expand from the formula yes exactly so um uh some of the songs that are on that album for people that can't check out the playlist immediately are um wouldn't it be nice sloop john b God, God only knows. Um, God only knows is actually really cool. It only took them an hour to write it. Really, I, I really like that one. It's really beautiful. Paul McCartney said it's one of his favorite songs of all time. But it was weird. Brian didn't want. He was afraid to release it because it has the word God in it. And up until that point, nobody had released a song that referred to God unless it was like God bless America or yeah. something kind of like religiously uh-huh. undertoned. And, um, but they did, they obviously did release it and a few stations in the Southern United States banned it for blasphemy, but it was otherwise well received. So it's like a little stepping point in a, you know, like a new musical thing that yeah. had been done on the radio before. And um, to complete my pet sounds, just explain to you why this album yeah. is so important. Um, Brian was able to use the album to experiment with bringing in different genres of music pop ballads, psychedelic influence, you can hear a little bit, you hear the harpsichord, you hear new instruments. Hmm. So this album um, was considered by Rolling Stone magazine to be the number two best album of all time. Really? Number two? Yep. Wow. I think I like that because my favorite number is number two. (laughs) (laughs) It's a weird thing to have. It is. It's my favorite number. But yeah, so Pet Sounds is really important. And so I put it on there, just the whole thing. Did you know that it was that important before you put it on? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I did. I, ha- I hadn't um, like researched all the different Important aspects of it, but I knew that yeah. it was an inspiration for the Beatles, and I knew that it was one of the most highly regarded albums. So, But it I sounds... learned a few more facts about the details of how they produced it. It sounds like the Beach Boys and the Beatles were friends. Yeah. I mean... In terms of like musical yeah. geniuses, I would say like they're kind of creatively drawing from each other and, you know, kind of this whole 60s growth in music at the time and creativity. Gotcha. Um, both of those bands were obviously really important and influential. 
So one of the songs that I kind of want to talk about, the lyrics is, um, Wouldn't It Be Nice. Okay. Um, it's a lovely song. It is. I really like how it talks about what they really want, mm -hmm. but also recognizes that what they really want is not realistic. But what's funny about it is that this song comes a little bit later, so they're actually not adolescent yeah. teens anymore. They're like older gentlemen. Right. So they're kind of... Um, they're talking about the frustrations of youth, but outside of the, yeah, of that umbrella, outside of that world. Mm -hmm. But really, they already know that. Okay, summers back then, yeah, they're only last for three, four months. Mm -hmm. And even though you do want, you know, summers to have kisses that last forever, and you know, the life that. You're holding each other close all night long, mm -hmm. and they just know it's not realistic, but they still long for it. And mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of cool lyrically. Hmm. So, yeah. Do you have any other lyric questions? Yeah. Help me, Rhonda. Okay. Who is Rhonda? <laughs> so, I, I looked this one up for you, and according to Brian Wilson, Rhonda is not a real person. Oh. Sorry. It's just a name that sounds good in the song. You know, thematically, oh. the song's about them asking a girl to help him get over a different girl huh right so but i need to tell Honda you isn't anyone real i need to tell you a secret okay wanting of mine okay a so desire um a secret desire out of music i guess oh okay what is it <laughs> i want a song that has the word rachel in it and i don't know a lot of songs out there obviously because i'm the one right. that missed all the music but there's a song that has Rhonda, there's Diana. There's Allison. There, oh, there's an Allison song? Yeah. See, but there is no Rachel song, <laughs> at least I know of. Well, and, I will keep an eye out for And them. so the only song that like I can think of mm -hmm. is I Have Brown Eyes. And I think there's a Brian, Brown Eyes song. I brown don't... Eyed Girl is a song, yeah. Okay, that's the song? Okay, who sings that? Van Morrison. Okay, I have no clue. <laughs> I didn't know that. So... Like, after hearing the song Help Me Rhonda, I'm like, I like this song, but it makes me think about, I don't have a song out there with the name you know, Rachel. You, I think that that might be a blessing in disguise, because <laughs> when I meet somebody named Rhonda, or Barbara Ann, or any of these other... Or Lucy, for Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. <laughs> well, that one's a little bit different, but songs like that, uh -huh. people are like, oh, like the song, or Layla, for example, like... <laughs> so many names like that. And people are like, oh, like the song. And then every time you meet somebody, they bring up the song. Whether it's a song you like or not. Whether it's an <laughs> artist you like or not. So maybe you should just be lucky that people just remember your name just for you. And hmm. not for a melody from the 60s. No. I still want a song to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, speaking about... Um, songs we should move on with their history yes please do i want to learn more so after pet sounds um is good vibrations this song came out just a couple years later mm -hmm. and this i like is, that song and yeah and this is, would be considered like the masterpiece of wilson it took six months and sixteen thousand dollars to make just alone just that one song just that one song mm -hmm. it wow. uses instruments that have never really been heard in pop music to this point like sleigh bells, hop, um, the theremin. Do you know what the theremin is? No. What it's the it's that? the one that's like, and it's kind of like people usually use it in like spooky. Oh, okay. Know, that's a theremin. So yeah, so using new instruments and apparently um, he to make this song he recorded ninety hours of tape that he then 
spliced and reduced and put into oh this three-minute song. So this was back in the 60s yes. when they didn't have like that digital. amazing digital <laughs> yeah. editing software. Yes. This and he laborious. was just like taking like actual recording tape and then yes. taping it together. Yes. Wow, Brian, props to you. <laughs> if you are listening to this podcast, wow. I'll be surprised. But yeah, yeah me so, too. <laughs> um, so good vibrations. Um, but but once again, the some of the members of the Beach Boys weren't very interested in this and the label didn't, wasn't as interested hmm. in, in this because they wanted the formula. They wanted the high selling Things. But things were changing musically, and people weren't as interested hmm. in what had maybe helped the Beach Boys become popular in the first place. Hmm. And on top of all of this, um, you know, the members were experimenting with drugs, and Brian had a lot of really? like, psychological problems. He became like very reclusive and pulled away from huh. the band. I so, thought they're still playing now. Well, they are, and we're we get to a happy oh. ending. But in the seventies and the eighties, there's a lot of. Uh, 70s and 80s yeah Yeah. (laughs) um i mean they had one like random hit with kokomo which is kind of like a fluke in the 80s isn't that kermit sings that song too (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i I feel like i think of sesame street kermit the frog you mean the muppets yes the muppets but (laughs) aren't they on sesame no no mind sorry yeah gotta get my puppets ready the next podcast is called (laughs) me learning about puppets television shows that rachel doesn't know about um (laughs) anyway so by the time like kokomo came out mike love was actually the only remaining member they're replacing all of them yeah some of them uh well dennis died oh how did he die um he died like a drowning Uh, yeah was there uh, drugs involved uh, alcohol yeah um Carl died, I think, of, like, um, cancer, smoking, you know. So, um, at that point, yeah, the Beach Boys just kind of turned into a nostalgia band. And people would go see them or see the lineup, but it wasn't... They didn't have the full set of guys. Exactly. Hmm. Eventually, um, Brian Wilson's able to recover and he starts recording again. He has a solo career. Hmm. And um, he even went back and took some of the unfinished tracks. There, oh. was, there was an album. So the album that was supposed to come out after um, Pet Sounds was called Smile, but it never got finished. And so some of the songs from that are on Smiley Smile, which is, <laughs> and then some of them are on the following album, um, Surf's Up in 1971. But a lot of them just kind of like lay. Un, is like an unfinished work and so in 2004 brian wilson finished it and huh. released it that's as cool what he had his original vision for the album from the 60s so yeah. like 30 years later cool um and uh yeah they were inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame and they've had some oh. reunions and things like that that's so, really cool that they're in the rock and roll hall of fame I yeah know. well they've influenced a lot of different musicians obviously Uh like we were talking about at like at the contemporary level they were influencing other musicians in the 60s but um smiley smile and smile particularly are really popular with like some indie rock musicians huh and so a lot of um, musicians now look to brian wilson's creativity and they created a lot and helped influence i guess a lot of um, 
popular indie music now. Like bands like Neutral Milk Hotel. Don't know who that is. I know. The Apples in Stereo. Don't know who they are. Of Montreal. Pass. Okay. Well, <laughs> people who are into indie rock will recognize these names. And not and, me. But I'll hopefully learn. Um, they'll they'll see that that the Beach Boys played a big part in influencing music that's even come out in our generation. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So I have a question for you. I hope I can answer it. <laughs> I know you can. You're always so smart. <laughs> so you're saying that they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame mm -hmm. and they've influenced a lot. Have mm -hmm. they gotten like high sales? Have they gotten like awards and things like that? What kind of stuff did they um, accomplish? Well, they definitely had high sales. They had lots of number one hits in their early days, the beach stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, Pet Sounds had mixed reviews at the time. A lot of their, like, more creative things was were not as selling as highly at the time. It was a little bit ahead of their time. Does that uh -huh. make sense? Yeah. So it's not until now, looking back, that people appreciate them and to this, to that degree. So, no, they don't have a lot of awards in terms of, like, Grammys or that kind okay. of stuff. Most of it is looking back later, you know, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like, saying best album, kind of just looking on their history and uh, seeing how important they were. Gotcha. Cool. Good to know. So, I'm curious what you thought of the Beach Boys as you've expanded your um, knowledge about them and you're um, so getting into some of their more artistic tracks. Yeah. Um, like, how would you rate them on a scale of yeah. 1 to 10? 1 being they're awful and 10 being they're your favorite. Well, I really do like the Beach Boys prior to Music She Missed Week. Um, so I would still rate them pretty high. Mm -hmm. um, from what I learned and how much they influenced certain things. I didn't know the relationship with the Beatles. I thought that was really kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, kind of bummed about their dad. Um, Don't let that influence but that won't, your like, decision. Yeah, that won't influence my decision. Still bummed about it, though. <laughs> I would give them an 8.5. 8.5. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is. I would encourage you to check out um, Brian Wilson's Smile. Yeah, and, I want to look into that. that. I wish if I had known that you'd already heard all of their major hits, yeah. I probably would have done like a Beach Boys B-Sides thing and done a lot more unique songs so it all would have been new to you. Ah, But um, I would encourage you to check that album out for sure. That's so cool. Thanks, Allison. I appreciate this week. I'm glad you had a good week. I encourage our audience to join you in your journey by liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter, and um, checking out our Spotify playlists as well for the Beach Boys and future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much and have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.